From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Uber Technologies wants to cut emissions to zero by converting its entire fleet of cars to electric by 2040. But to do so, the ride-hailing giant will need support from both drivers and riders. CEO Dara Kasrashahi explains the company's new sustainability features to Bloomberg's Emily Chang. So we get to ride in an Uber with the Uber CEO. Yeah, that'd That's be pretty, pretty cool. cool. Do you get special treatment on the app? I do not get special <laughs> treatment on the app. If I we call it an electric car right now, whose comes first? Yours or mine? It's an open marketplace. I, it depends. You never know who comes in first. All right, let's do it. Let's pick our destination. You can see lots of options. You can go Comfort Electric. You can go green. You can get shared. You can get a line scooter. There's like 10 options here right now. More than 10 options. options. A lot of options. Are you at all worried about overwhelming consumers? You know, going green is going to take some time. And we want to give as many choices to consumers so that they can pick to go green on their terms the way, the right. way that they want. But let's go Comfort Electric since there are two of us let's in the car. Let's do it. Here's Haley. Hello. Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm good. What is Uber's current carbon footprint? It's pretty significant. Generally, the footprint is based on essentially all the miles driven. We completed two billion trips this last quarter, and we've got to do everything that we can in order to reduce that footprint, and we've committed that by 2030. In the US and Europe and Canada, we're going to be all electric, and by 2040, we're going to be electric all over the world. That's an ambitious target. Uber wants to cut emissions entirely. So for this ride-hailing giant, that means getting to total electrification, which would be nothing short of a green miracle. It's all part of the company's sustainability agenda, called Go Get Zero. So let's paint the whole picture for me. This whole Go Get Zero push. What's the goal? And how will you get there? The goal is to go electric and create the incentives for drivers to go electric as quickly as possible and riders to pick electric as well. So the smart charging technology is allowing drivers to know when and where to charge, to feel safe to get routes that are efficient. Yeah. Then on the rider side, one new feature that we're introducing is actually a feature for you to see how much you're saving in terms of emissions. Mm -hmm. So when you get that green car or when you get that Comfort Electric, we'll show you how much you're helping out the environment, how many emissions you're saving. We have to get that flywheel together. We need drivers to choose electric, and then we're gonna put more and more electric options in front of consumers as well. How much more does it cost to ride electric? If you're taking green, uh -huh. actually it's the same exact price as an UberX. So are it's you a, taking the hit on that, or does the driver take the hit on that? Where does that cost? We take the hit. So okay. we've, we've said that we are investing $800 million in the transition to electric, and we've got to make it economically sensible for drivers. So for example, our take rate on electric rides is lower because right now 
generally EVs cost more than combustion engines. Right. Our driver is going to buy electric. There's the sticker shock, gas prices, inflation. Like, it's expensive. It, it is expensive, and you've got to start some, somewhere. And what we're seeing now is, first of all, prices are coming down, right? Tesla prices are coming down. But at the same time, for example, we're partnering up with Hertz mm -hmm. to allow drivers who may not be able to afford that EV, the option to rent uh, electric vehicles as well in a very affordable manner. So I asked my driver today, my Uber driver today, if he would switch to electric. And he said, absolutely not. He said, the grid's not ready. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What about the range anxiety? What about the time it takes to charge when you could be you could be driving, you could be making money? Yeah, those are real issues. And I do think that as it relates to charging, we're introducing now smart charge and routing technology. How does that work? What it does is when you go out and start driving, based on your earnings opportunity in the city, we will identify smart locations for you to charge. We'll tell you when you should charge because even the charging costs go up and down on a daily basis or based on different locations. And another really cool technology that we're introducing is actually smart routing as well. We use AI algorithms so that if, let's say you're at a 25% charge or a 30% charge, we won't send you on a really long trip, or we're not gonna send you on a trip that is in a charging desert. We're gonna make sure that there are plenty of chargers okay. around. Last tech that we're introducing is actually for airport. So for example, you can go to airports and you can charge, but you can keep your place in line. So that as soon as you're done charging, you can go pick up traveler coming in. Does the charge time bother you? I mean, in honesty, it does. Yeah. Um, it's different. Um, it's something to get used to. I don't like waiting too long before I have to go. Why did you buy a Tesla? The pricing, like with gas right now, it's so expensive. I come from spending $400 a week to spending $150 a week, and that's a major deal. Wow. Especially when it comes to budgeting. Yeah. Do you think Uber's treating drivers right? I do. Um, I think they should be able to pay a little more. I think the benefits should be better. Like what? Oh, like healthcare, paid time off, um, just regular benefits that, you know, every other job gets. When we started out, no one believed in, there were, in EVs, there were, no one was producing EVs, and now the industry has accepted that electric vehicles are the future, so it's pretty wild. Do you talk to Elon much? Uh, I've talked to him a couple of times. Usually we talk about electrification, mm -hmm. right? We want more Teslas on our fleet. Uh, I think it is great that they're aggressively lowering prices because now Teslas are becoming more affordable. Now there is a question about the brand. Elon has taken a big reputational hit because of what's happened at Twitter. I've heard not a few people say, my next car is not gonna be a Tesla. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How does that play out? I think it's tough to tell. Uh, the fact is that Teslas are the highest selling cars in, in terms of electric vehicles by a mile. At the same time, we're not, you know, we want electrification to happen. Uh, and that's not just going to happen with Tesla. You know, we need Fords out there, GMs out there, Toyotas out there, etc. We need all these other players to go electric. The biggest obstacle is getting all of these independent parties, all of these companies, all of these governments and then consumers to 
work together in a way for a single goal, which is electrification. So we're saying, hey, let's, as Uber, we should take a lead in electrification. And in the end, it's good business to go green. Right. San Francisco still hasn't recovered from the pandemic. What are Uber levels? Well, when we look at San Francisco in terms of Uber and how it's come back pre-pandemic, San Francisco honestly is pretty low on a global basis in terms of trips. We're well above pre-pandemic level. We're going through a particularly difficult time, but uh, never bet against the tech sector and never bet against San Francisco coming back. That's Uber CEO Dara Kasrashahi speaking with Bloomberg's Emily Chang. For more interviews like this, subscribe to the Bloomberg Talks podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.